0: Welcome to StatsCast, Friday 19th of February 2021, 4.30pm. Despite the fact that it has been snowing for, oh God, almost two days now, Rudy and I have ventured out. We can't stay indoors, that long can we, Rudy? So, we're off out on the trail, ploughing through deep snow, and... Uh, uh, Report on what we can find. So, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we will report on everything of interest that we can we can tell you about. Well, the snow continues. Beginning to think I might have accidentally. And I moved to Antarctica because it has not stopped snowing. Last time I podcasted to you, it was snowing and that was uh, yesterday morning. It hasn't stopped. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've shoveled the blasted driveway. <laughs> Just relentless. Please Stop. So it's still coming down. They're not coming down too hard now. But the odd thing is, it's kind of temperatures dropped. So, whereas yesterday we could hardly walk along this path. Now it's sort of softer. A bit more grip. So we can get along this path not too badly. Hopefully I won't slip up again, as I did yesterday. And Rooney did too, both of us. Flat on our backsides. <laughs> Just a late one today looking out over the marsh tides up can't see anything wildlife related but if we do you'll be the first to know what you <laughs> like said not going to fall over it's nearly dead okay come on Rose. yeah we've got to move we've got a motor this could be a stuck cast light today because uh, we've got to get back because we've got an engagement. It's supposed to be at 5 o'clock and it's already 25 to 5. We're going to be late. But Rooney really comes first. We've got to exercise the dog. It's strange. I don't think I remember in the 20 odd years that I've lived here. I don't think I remember this much continuous snowing. You know, usually you have a it's like a storm that lasts you know maybe a day at the most. And then it's done, and you dig out. (laughs) Here, two days, hasn't stopped. And uh, dig out about every three hours. (sighs) Does us good, though, doesn't it, (sighs) Rue? Ah, slushy. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Hello. This is a mess. (laughs) Come on, Rooney. Well, geese are lining up alongside us here. And uh, the tide is very high, so... So, uh, you know, they are very, very visible. Not much else is visible, but I'll tell you what is visible are well, the uh, the white crown sparrows i've got a uh, bird feeder outside our house, which are visible from the kitchen window, and uh for the past two or three days we've had a you know a good number, probably twenty or so white crown sparrows. Um, just feeding from the feeder. The funny thing is they they don't really like perching on the feeder itself. So one of them goes onto the feeder and knocks the seed onto the ground and the others like to eat, it, or eat the seeds off the ground. That's the way they roll. That's the way they like to do things. Funny. Funny little sparrows with a very beautiful call. It's kind of like a shrill sound and then a buzz. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but it's supposed to sound like, look at me, look at me, how pretty, how pretty, how pretty. <laughs> it doesn't help, does it? But <laughs> that's, that's what they're supposed to sound like. They are, it, they are pretty birds. They've got this beautiful black and white striped head and a kind of a grey uh, chest and uh, brown feathers a little, little bit bigger than your common house sparrow probably about six inches seven inches and a pretty yellow beak i've been looking at them f- through the binos so i've had a good look at them <clears throat> and the good thing about them is they uh, seem to mix with cardinals the cardinals are you know they're an explosion of colour. bright red, the males. <clears throat> Very striking. <laughs> with a tufted head. And the females have got the same tuft, but uh, not as red. They're more like a sort of a bronze brown colour. With a red, you know, a red tinge to it. But not, uh, not as striking as the males. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely to watch them and this snow god bless them they need every bit of food they can get they've got a much stronger beak, the uh, cardinals looks better for cracking nuts and things but uh, yeah, so we've seen some of that and uh, of course we've got the uh, you know, the uh, the, the geese. The geese are always here. And uh, ducks. Various different uh, makes of duck. From the um, American Black Duck to the merganser Duck to the GoldenEye to the Bafflehead to the Mallard. Quite a few... Varieties of duck, we've been lucky enough to see. They're, they're, I I really do like them, they're so pretty. Becoming quite an expert. (laughs) This this, this is my my winter kind of uh, new new departure, new knowledge that I'm building. I didn't know any of this before. I mean, you go on a walk before and you, you hardly even noticed. You know, look around. I said to myself, see what's really out there. You know, now barely a bird flies overhead and I'm looking up thinking, what's that? <laughs> I saw a big heron fly overhead. I was in the bathroom cleaning my teeth. and <laughs> The blinds were open, but I had to pull the blinds apart so I gave a good look at him. They kind of bend their necks in. And uh, let their legs sort of flop out behind them. <laughs> Not the most elegant flyers, but they get the job done. They um, they bark like, like dogs, herons. <laughs> They're disturbed. They make this <laughs> kind of a noise. Oh, really thought I was talking to him. He came running around the corner when I did that. So that's herons, they seem to stay here all year round. Good good uh, fishing birds, herons. They've got that very pointy beak. Quite a few of those, I haven't seen the eaglets. Maybe they, they must migrate because there's so many of them in the uh, summer and spring. They'll be back soon. Well, it's a pleasanter walk than yesterday, I have to say yesterday we were sliding all over the place hard ground so Covid 19 in the UK it is a problem because our daughter Maya is trying to study at London University against the odds and the UK government constantly changing the rules. So they have a what they call a red list now, of 33 countries that if you are flying into the UK from a country on this red list, you've got to stay in what they call a quarantine hotel. In other words, you basically get locked up in a hotel room for 10 days at your own cost. So you have to pay for it, £1,700. And it's very Isolated and lonely and horrible, so the u s is not currently on that uh, red list of thirty three countries, but this government that they have in the u k just doesn 't seem to make a lot of sense and doesn 't seem to have a really tight and cohesive policy on on covid, and so we had Maya booked in to travel. Back to the UK next Wednesday and uh, resume her studies on campus. She has to quarantine, yes, but she can quarantine in her own um, accommodation at the college, for which obviously we've already paid for that. There's no additional fee. I mean, the fact that she hasn't been there since September and it's already paid for is somewhat painful, but it would be you know, insult to injury if we then had to pay for a Covid hotel £1,700 on top of that so we've got all that booked and uh, and of course it was yesterday suddenly the Daily Telegraph starts to report that oh uh, the USA and Spain are going to be added to the list of 33 countries on the red list so what those are the two countries that we have the most interest in we live in the UK and we're going to live in Spain. It's <laughs> like, thanks. So is this some sort of personal vendetta, Boris? So uh, we think, all right, so we, we read up and, and it says, well, the cabinet is meeting, you know, this week to decide whether to put the US and Spain onto the, basically the, uh, the bad boy list. Frankly, I don't know why the US is not on on the list anyway, because COVID's worse here than anywhere else. But anyway, it wasn't. So, of course, my panics. And she says, Dad, what happens if they put the US on the red list? I said, well, if they do that, you're not going, because you're not going to stay in a hotel for 10 days, and you're only going for a month. (laughs) It's not worth it. So she said, well... what what if I go now? I said, well, we could change your flights, try and and beat the decision, if that's what you want to do. So she says, can I? I said, okay. Oh, just stopping here. Beautiful sight. Uh, There's about 20 um, Maganza ducks. Four males and the rest females. So cute. They're all swimming in the same direction, which is away from me. sort of shaking their heads occasionally as the snow's bothering them yeah. pedalling fast nice Rooney's of course run off ahead and found another dog that's the only dog walker I've come across so far having <sighs> a good play it's a, it's a yellow lab I think about as playful as he is looks older though Down a bit. Hello. Ah, don't run into me. <laughs> Hello. Oh, don't jump. <clears throat> okay. We're going to have to do the same sh- shortened route as we did yesterday, Rins, because because of our commitment. So yeah. So. Uh, There's a whole load of admin you've got to do and forms you've got to fill out to prove where you're going to be staying and you've got to have a COVID test. So we had to rush off get a COVID test. We got one yesterday and then we thought, well, we'll get another. Come here. Got to get the PCR test. The uh, rapid test no good. They want to know for sure that you haven't got COVID. And you've got to have it within 72 hours of uh, boarding a plane. So first thing we've got to do is get the COVID test. So we got one yesterday, but sometimes they can take two days to give you the results. So we thought, OK, we'll book two, and whichever result comes in first, well, that'll be the one that we used to book a flight. So and I booked a flight. We already had a flight for Wednesday, so I booked another flight. And uh, waited eagerly. Her, her negative test result came in this afternoon. You know, already had the flight booked, so had that... Then we had to cancel her Wednesday flight. Of course, then we discovered that uh, can't cancel, so so we had to rebook her Wednesday flight, which at the you know cost of another two hundred and seventy dollars, just for the pleasure of rebooking it, which took forever because the Expedia website's not working. And then, then I had to cancel the flight that I booked <laughs> for tomorrow. Luckily, it was within 24 hours of home. booked it, so no fee. But it's just a lot of admin. And uh, poor old Maya, you know. She's to keep, we've got it all written up on the wall, all the things we've got to do. The to-do list. Anyway, I think we've covered it. <laughs> so it's taken me all day. Which is why poor old Root is, uh, you know, glad to be getting a walk at all. So... Then, of course, well, Maya's leaving tomorrow. So then, of course, there's people she's got to say goodbye to. Even though she's only going for a month, but... You know. So, we're dashing off to the wishes at five o'clock. It won't be five o'clock, because i want to finish the walk by then. And then, uh, we're going over there, say goodbye. Over for a drink, of course. I won't be drinking, because it's Lent, and I've Made my vow not to drink alcohol for the next 40 days. <laughs> I've been done one day so far. So far, so good. But nobody put temptation my way. Tonight might just uh, test me a little bit. But I'll be... I'll hold up. I'll keep my resolve. Really. <sighs> Really's kind of... Uh, He's aware that we are not on the beach route. He's going with it. Sometimes, though, he won't. He's a stubborn old ox. sometimes. If we're not going the route he wants to go, he just stops. (laughs) Looks at me like, no, 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 wrong way. There's nothing you can do but, say, put him on your shoulders to persuade him to go the way that he doesn't want to go. But I'm glad to say that he's not doing that right now. I think he's just happy enough to be out at all by the fact that it's wet, snowy, cold and uh, not particularly pleasant. But we press on, don't we, runes? We do. The other admin function, which I've been busy with the last few days, is trying to book shipping of our belongings over to Spain. So that's not easy either I, mean, I suppose it's easy depending on how much money you've got if your funds are limited then you've got to find the best price and there's such a range you've got to work out well yeah but well, what do you get for you know a half price version then you discover oh yeah you've got to load everything yourself and unload it yourself at the other end at the port of Valencia well that's not a lot of good is it Actually, it's not Valencia, it's so Algeciras. still a hell of a long way from where we live. Come on, Runes. No time to waste. Something around that tree. No time to waste, Runes. Okay, we'll look left. Onto to golf course. I see no wildlife. Nothing. I don't know if I can see anything at all. I will be glad when this winter weather goes away. I really will I I did pick up when I was listening to my podcasts yesterday what a lot of heavy breathing I've been doing so apologies for that it's because I'm getting over this uh, whatever I've had undiagnosed chest infection or self-diagnosed chest infection and and self-treated Found an old bottle of uh, antibiotics from 2016. <clears throat> I've just uh, finished the course of. <laughs> it's probably got no therapeutic value left whatsoever. But you know, in fact, worse than that, I think if you if you take antibiotics after they've expired and they're not, you know, the full strength, I think what you might accidentally do is. Um, improve the resistance of the uh, of the bacteria to the antibiotic because it's not quite strong enough to really whack them <laughs> that would be an own goal if I've accidentally done that but it's seemed preferable actually going to the doctor <laughs> Well, I'm not really one of these people that's terrified of doctors it's, it's more the inconvenience of having to you know because these days you can't just call the doctor and go you've got to go through video meetings and uh, well let's hope the uh, five year old antibiotics have still got some some therapeutic value left in them just wait a feeling better still got the cough but it's not as bad a few days ago i couldn't even couldn't even go for the walk without coughing and spluttering. So far, I don't think I've coughed. That's got to be progress. Uh, oh dear, <laughs> there's another grunt. I'll try, try and cut that out. I think it's habit. And nothing else. Okay. Well. We're, we're walking at a pace, during and I going pretty fast. I don't know how fast we're going. I'm guessing four miles an hour. I'm guessing. Napoleon used to set that as the marching pace for his armies. So he could work out how far they were going to get each day. If they were infantry on foot, you know, not horses. Four miles an hour. I wonder when they switched to kilometres in France. (laughs) Or maybe, in my history books, they just converted whatever four miles an hour in kilometres was. Did they have kilometres back then? In the 1790s, 18, early 1800s? I don't know, that's something I need to know. Ah. Come on, Ruth. He was taking t- a left turn, which goes down to the beach. But uh, he's, not a, he's not a dumb dog, this dog. He knows where he's going. I'm sorry, Ruth. Now we're going to have to overtake him manoeuvre. There's a lady in front with a poodle. but She's only going, let's say, two miles now to our four. So we'll have to cross over. Oh, hang on. No, she's. No, no, no. Come on, Ruiz. We've got to cross. Ah. Come on. Keep going. Keep going, Ruth No time for that. (laughs) Being a bit of a bully to poor old Ruiz today. (laughs) He wants to sniff. (laughs) I'm not letting him. I'm going to be in big trouble with Christina if I make it too late. She's been doing Zoom calls all day. Zoom fitness training. <coughs> it's quite... Uh, it's, it's quite good background music. Background noise. You know how when you're on you know, everlasting hold when you phone any of these companies like Expedia or whoever and you're trying to sort of make some simple change you know, it takes you half a day to do it and uh, so anyway i was on hold with expedia i was downstairs in the kitchen whilst christina was in the living room which you know it's connected to the kitchen no doors I'm giving a you know, fitness class to somebody wow a deer just jumped straight over a five foot fence Good jumpers, those, those guys. Oh, hi Betty. <laughs> <coughs> Here he goes, tail wagging. Now, no jumping runes. Don't, don't. Oh, Roni. <laughs> He's always so happy to see you. <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. He's got a dirty paws as well. Just sit. Okay. Just stop, don't jump. We, go to the beach. we didn't actually. I, I did a right, I mean, we came along. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you did all that. Well, Yeah, so. I had my shot on Wednesday. Oh, you did? Good. I was a little bit out of it yesterday, but I felt like getting out today. Yeah, <laughs> um, my brother's, my, brother, my, my son's uh, girlfriend had it. She said she felt a bit off. Well, you just, you feel tired. Yeah. And uh, just out of it. You feel all right now? get out because I've been indoors all day. Well, that's two. Yeah. 25th, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Is that Thursday? Is that all right? Of course. Yeah. Okay, I forget what time. It's two something, I yeah. Just, just, well, that's us text in between now and then, but uh, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Very good. Enjoy the walk. <laughs> Say goodbye, Runes. <laughs> <coughs> ah I keep bumping into Betty on these walks runes. She must have some tracker on me. She knows when I'm out. <laughs> or perhaps it's you, she's put the tracker on ruins. She could have done. I mean you have spent a whole month in her house. Ah, got to get off this road, it's too busy. I'm sorry, we have to go. I think we're running a little bit behind the clock here. It's five minutes to five. <clears throat> we're supposed to be leaving at five o'clock. Well, in fact, I think we're supposed to be there at five o'clock. <coughs> oh, well. This is this is the era of COVID. This is you know stretchable time. Hi. Hello. When I used to do quite a lot of work in India, <clears throat> I was always staggered by you know the the way that the meetings would never. Be punctual punctuality i don't think it's in the english uh, in the indian dictionary <clears throat> oh yeah oh. come on <laughs> all right i'm going to get off this road in a sec <sighs> yeah they they used to laughingly say to me if i'd say well you know we're supposed to start this meeting at nine o'clock and it's ten and we haven't started yet still waiting for Sunset to arrive and they say yeah, well yes but it was nine o'clock IST I said IST what's that <clears throat> I thought you know I thought I was in the right time zone they said IST is in Indian stretchable time <laughs> I <like>, oh right <laughs> but uh, actually the there was one occasion when, uh, about the only one I can think of, when when the meeting did actually start on time, which was which was unlucky for me because uh, what happened was, oh god, just trying to get off this. Now this is this is the road I came a cropper on yesterday, so if I could keep my wits about me. Although I think it's probably not as slippy today. But what happened was, uh, I had um, arrived, you know, having had a long, uh, long, long flight from the US to Mumbai. God knows, I, I think it was about 17 hours, you know, it's a long, old flight. <clears throat> so you arrive, tired, <clears throat> pretty keen to go to bed. And I knew I had a meeting at 9 o'clock next morning. So, you know, I was waiting at the airport for my luggage. Having, you know, been in the same place. And it's not just a 17-hour flight, you know. But you, you've got all the journey to the airport, the wait in the airport, you know, all that. It's probably about 24 hours, really, when you add it all up. And uh, so I was waiting for my luggage to collect it off the plane. Of course, <laughs> never arrived. So I was like, what? It's like already nine o'clock at night, or whatever it was. I had to get to my hotel, so eventually, you know, everything's oh, no, no, no problem. sir no problem, we'll send it to the hotel. So, really? Well, I kind of I got a meeting tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. And they said, Well, we don't know if we'll have it by then, but you uh, know, we'll send it to you. Oh, no, no problem, no problem. So, well, it might not be a problem for you. So, I, yeah uh, I had no choice so I, I had to go to the hotel and uh, just still all the, any clothes I had were the ones I was standing in so of course it was a nice expensive hotel that has you know like valets and things on each floor so of course the, uh, the valet guy you know he helps helps me out to my room I, I haven't got any luggage so I don't know why he bothered but he, you know he guides me up to my room and, and he says Is there anything else I can do for you I said well actually yes I said listen I haven't got my luggage and I've got a meeting tomorrow morning at nine o'clock and all I've got to wear is this, which is basically, you know, an old pair of jeans and an old shirt and, you know, I said, I've been wearing it, I need it washed, if nothing else. So he said, no problem, sir, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll wash it in the hotel laundry for you. I said, will it be back by, before nine o'clock tomorrow morning, because I've got a meeting at nine o'clock. He said, yes, of course, of course, no problem. So, rather hesitantly, I agree to this arrangement, thinking, "Okay, it better be, because otherwise I'm attending the meeting in my hotel dressing gown and slippers. (laughs) That's not going to be good. So I say, all right, I say, hang on. So I I go and get the dressing gown, change into it, put my clothes into the laundry bag, give it to to the valet. And keep my fingers crossed, so I said, What time in the morning will, will the clothes be here? Oh, probably be, you know hanging on your door at seven o'clock say, okay well, that's good it's two hours, so of course, I wake up all the wrong time because of the time zone change and all that, but I wake up really early, open the door. no, no laundry basket hanging there, and the laundry bag, so I think it's not quite seven yet, so uh Seven, comes and goes, <laughs> no laundry bag, eight o'clock, comes and goes, and by which time I'm, I'm, you know, calling down to reception, excuse me, whatever room I'm in, there, it's John stuff. You know, I'm waiting for my laundry, I've got to meet it at nine o'clock, it's uh, eight o'clock now, and they go, ah, laundry? No, no, we don't have any record of any laundry for you. I said, what? <laughs> I. Like, what do you mean? The valet promised me, no, we don't have any laundry for you. It's like oh god so uh, <clears throat> eventually they call me back oh yes we found your laundry yes it's here we'll put it in the la- in the wash now why you can't <laughs> so so annoying in the hotel you know we booked a meeting room in the hotel and you know four or five people were coming to the hotel to meet me i had no clothes so then of course it's dilemma. Well what what do you do? Do, do I literally just turn up in my <clears throat> in my hotel room dressing gown and slippers? Because <laughs> the Indians are quite formal. You know, they like to wear suits and these. God. <laughs> anyway, I didn't do that. I didn't quite have the brass neck to do that. <laughs> I called up one of the guys <clears throat> who who worked for me. I said, Raúl Despandes. Raúl, listen. I explained the whole scenario. I said, um, I can't. I can't go down like this. He said, Well, no problem. I said, I'm going to be there at nine o'clock. But don't worry. He said, I'll tell the others to come later. (laughs) Anyway, it worked out in the end. I think I got my clothes about ten, and uh, we started the meeting about (laughs) eleven. Talk about embarrassing. I don't, think, I don't think now I'd be as embarrassed as I was then. <clears throat> We're probably talking about 2010 or something in those days. I've had a few edges knocked off me since then, so... Ooh, runes. Ah, there you go. Hello. There's a little doggy with a ball in his mouth. I wanted to play a Rooney. we we'll are come in this way, runes. Ah. Okay, we're back on the path away from the road. All is well. I'm not waiting for Rooney. If he wants to go off and play, he's going to have to catch me up. So, yeah, that's uh, one of one of my interesting encounters in, or experiences in India. <clears throat> I had a few, I can tell you. But we won't list through all those. So, as I said, this is going to be a podcast-like, so we're back on the path now. So I think what we'll do is we'll move into wrap-up. i going to hear my pocket zip under. Ooh, Rooney, flying past me. He's trying to make the most of his exercise. All right. Well, the change in music... Symbolises that funky sort of beat. It's supposed to symbolise the uh, <coughs> move towards the wrap-up and the close of uh, this particular edition and every edition of the Stutzcast. I don't know quite how long we've been doing, but it's not as long as usual. So it's a Stutzcast Cast Express. Oh, Stutzcast Cast Light. still, fun, nevertheless. Now, you know, I think in about a week's time, I'm going to be telling you all about all kinds of new wildlife, wild fowl, that's coming back to this area. I'm looking forward to it. Because there's any so many times you can comment on, uh, on, on ducks and geese, <laughs> and sparrows. Not that they're not cute and adorable and all that, but, you know, we need variety. The odd hawk. I haven't seen a hawk for a while. I'm beginning to wonder, because usually I see you know, quite a few hawks on this trail, but since I th- thought I saw this phantom osprey returning from migration to, Reclaim his nest. I haven't seen any hawks in this area, so maybe they are around. One of them. Maybe they scared away the other hawks. They're much bigger than them. The, the, the only, hello. I was going kind to of say it doesn't sound like Renier. He hasn't got it. Jangly tabs on his uh, on his collar. So it's another dog it's the, I don't know where the owner is but the, the dog's here with me Rooney is charging after him I think he's quicker than you runs? oh no no Rooney's gaining on him like an exocet missile <laughs> they've got into the soccer field now it's just deep snow Rooney's not gone in after him oh yes he has oh yeah yeah he has now that's interesting, the snow is very deep, but there's like a like a crust, like an icing, which is just strong enough to hold them from sinking into the deeper snow. So, but as they run, they, their paws are sinking in. The Rooney's come out now. Sensible dog. Whereas the other dog, he's staying in there. Well, I suppose he knows that his owner's Oh there they are here. Yeah. they're quite way behind, but I'm afraid I can't I can't hang around for them old chap because i have got an engagement I've got to get to. They're coming. Well, he looks quite happy. He's got his ball. He, he can see his owners. I can see him looking at them. They don't seem too concerned. So we won't worry about it <clears throat> yeah, so the uh, the only the only bird that's bigger than the osprey around here is the uh, you know the um, bald eagle which has got a wingspan of seven foot as opposed to the osprey's six foot, but they you know so they're in the heavyweight league of uh, wildfowl in this area. Squelch. I've got to get through here ruins without my leaky boots leaking. Not not hanging around. Got to get a new pair of boots. Yeah, they're in the heavyweight l- league. But uh don't think they kind of bother each other. I think they just work out, okay, that's your territory, that's mine. We'll just stay out of each other's area. But the bald eagle was flying through the ospreys' territory. About three weeks ago, I saw him. But he probably knows that the ospreys are out on, on migration, so he probably knew it no offence caused. I guess they do have that kind of respect for each other's territories. Of course, the bald eagle is also a fishing fishing bird, but the sea's big enough. I don't think they uh, get so territorial about the sea. But the marshes, come on, Rose, keep going. The marshes, you know, those are. I guess those are areas that they probably claim as and defend as their own. So, we are almost home, actually. So, again, I'll say thank you for listening in. I, I, I do hope that soon I can give you some, you know, some real nature and wildlife to comment on. Less of the uh, irrelevant stories. <laughs> Just to fill up, fill up the podcast. But the idea is to, to entertain generally, as well as give you a you know, walk out into the country. So thank you for listening. And we'll talk again very soon.